Thursday, yep. Okay, so Friday, we might have to throw a New Year party or something. Or something in the <laughs> Thursday night for your birthday. That's what we going to do. We're going to celebrate New Year. Yeah. yeah. We can probably find some real cheap. Yeah. yeah. Well, Come on. New so Year. That, so New Year. That might be it. What we going to do with it? We're going to invite our listeners. Anyway, so um, <laughs> bring your own drink. So, so last night, the Oscars happened. Oscars. I ain't watching. You did it? No. Now, Oscars is one of the few uh, award shows that I real that I will watch. Mm-hmm. Like I don't watch the Grammys for real. Yeah. And I will watch the Oscars. If, I'm always watching them with a side eye. Mm-hmm. Because like last night, <laughs> right. there were a couple things that happened. Um, like with uh, the Green Book winning the Oscar, there's a lot of people like wondering why black people are upset about why Green Book won. Uh-huh. I didn't see it, and I knew from the beginning I was not gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. Because it's another one of those movies in which it's told from a white lens, a white male lens, instead of the actual lens that it should be. Oh, I was going to be finding that um, thing. Another movie like that was Stonewall, about the Stonewall rise to start the gay rights movement. Mm -hmm. When Stonewall came out, Seriously? Wow. Uh, Stonewall came out, and it was all about these white gay men who were fighting against oppression, blah, blah, blah. That wasn't what Stonewall was about. It was a, a, a Latina woman and then this black trans woman named Marsha P. Johnson. They're the ones who started Stonewall, but they pretty much left out of the movie and didn't have a major role. Mm. So when I looked at Green Book, it was the same thing. <clears throat> Green The Green Book was this, like a yellow pages or green pages that mm-hmm. black people right. use. To, to know, right. know the code. Right. And so I even listening to um, NPR this morning, the Shirley's, the family of the black man, like mm-hmm. they were not pleased with the way that this uh, movie was written because it focused too much on the driver. Right. You know, and not that it shouldn't have focused on the driver, but there's no way Mahershala Ali should have been the supporting actor, actor in that story. In this story. Because they were saying that, um, well, the, the description that I, when I watched the commercials, it seemed more geared towards Mahershala. Mm-hmm. But when I was reading some of the little stuff about it, it was like how basically the driver, the white guy, kind of was his protector or his... Uh, his. Um, it was like dri- watching Driving Miss Daisy. Daisy. Yeah. And that was the comment that Spike made. <laughs> right. Every time somebody's driving somebody, I lose. <laughs> so, that was funny. So there was a little bit of like being disingenuous on that point. I mean, your friend Ben from, um, from uh, Florida, oh, he, he watched it. And he liked it. It's a good movie if you're not looking for historical context. Yeah, if you... That's what most people have been saying. Yeah. It's a really good movie and it's an enjoyable movie. But mm-hmm. when you get the backstory, you right. know, the, you know the other side right. of the because game. Because I heard it was good. Yeah, and I, I still right. want to watch it. I still want to see it. Too. But the one thing I can say is this debate right here has led me to do some other research and find out more about the Green Book and find Which out is more good. about... And that's, that's kind of, I think, right. you know, the... the but I, there was a comment about movies like this getting shine over like the help mm-hmm. or driving Miss Daisy or this, because you know, where black in. people are in a certain role or either you had to be a slave or you had to be, you know what I mean? And why those movies get shine and some others don't. So that was a, that was. A well, the other thing about that, and this is something like I'm a little older than y'all. And one of the things that bothers me and my generation is the only time you can have a black movie that gets some Oscar shine is when it's about slavery or mm-hmm. some other form of oppression with black people. That's why people were so stoked with even Black Panther being a comic book movie. Right. We had black people like living in greatness mm-hmm. and we right. weren't like bowing down and scraping like we were li- right. literally kicking ass and taking names. Mm-hmm. And people are tired. And, and, and 
let me say this. I don't like to hear young people say, well, I don't want to watch Roots or I don't want to watch Mississippi Burning because I think they need to watch it it's for the historical right. context. Right. However, you do get tired of that bullshit. You do. <laughs> because it seems like the movie, That's all, all everything do. that put, is put out is some type of, you know, slavery, some type of 1960, some type of something. Yes, you know what I mean? Right. It's just like... <laughs> now, it's, it's a little tiring at a point. Oh, I will say that black people ain't the only people that's tired of it. Because y'all need to look up the uh, Seth Meyers. He did a um, little parody video. And it mocks, it's uh, called Green Book as he plays White Savior in Hilarious Parody. So he's playing, you know, mocking basically um, parts in all the movies playing the White Savior. So, so people who don't, people who don't really like watch movies like we do, they're like two characters that usually appear in black movies. There's the white savior and then the magical Negro. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you, the big, my biggest example for that one is the Green Mile. The Green Mile, <laughs> the magical Negro. Yeah, you know, <laughs> what's that? What's that golfing movie? Um, uh, Bagger Van. Bagger Van. The Magical Negro. I never watched it. Well, it was really a good movie. But they had a magical you know, Negro. It was, <laughs> you know, all of them. The Hill. Yeah. yeah they were even with the Butler. Yeah. Um, that was a good movie. It, really it was, was long. A good it was a good movie. But, you know. It, it, but we want to see something that we ain't got to worry about being enslaved and not being right. put on the bus. And I and, think that's why Black Panther resonated so much because even the women were in these women strong, they were bad as yeah. And And it, there were just so many messages in that movie. And but I really lost. thought that it would win. I did. I thought they it would win. Even I, for what it did, making a billion dollars. Like, I just really thought. I made a post last night. It would and win. I knew that they weren't going to win. It was some bullshit that happened. Um, what was that? What, there was some real bullshit that happened during the uh, Oscars last night. And when that bullshit happened, I said, right now, black people, y'all can forget word about Black Panther win because it was a done deal. I know what it was. When the... Um, uh, with with the first man that movie about the space flight. Yeah. When that bitch won uh the uh the the the, the visual effects award, mm -hmm. I was like Black Panther has oh, no yeah, chance. Because that movie <coughs> of all the visual right, effects it was. <laughs> that was the most boring shit that I saw. Like literally they had a yeah. space capsule going over the moon <laughs> and these bitches won for visual effects. Like seriously, are you kidding me yeah. bitch? Well, at least they won for them got them costumes and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And I'm going to tell you. What? The girl. What's her name? The now, girl, somebody asked Liz. Think... They had some comments about okay, her. because... Hold on. Give me one second. Give me one second. Real quick second. I'm going to see her name. Tell me her name. Because okay. I know they were saying Because I, this, this is how it happened. This is how I saw it from my vantage point. I, I wasn't paying attention at first, so I did not see her walk up there. So when I looked at the screen, there was a white guy standing there next to her, and she was asking him, will you hold this for me? Like, saying, she was saying something to the effect of, like, she wasn't prepared to, like, hold all the stuff, so she was asking him to hold her award. Well, he was already holding two awards, and then she was, like, standing on my dress, kind of like, a little kind of semi-rude, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, damn, who is he? I'm thinking, what is he? The hell? Was he the person that, that gave the award? Uh, like, the, it was magical, just, the magical, the magical white, white man. man. Like, it was confusing <laughs> just looking at what was happening. And so then she started to read her speech, and the speech was just about her. And it was like, okay. And I'm thinking, like, well, why the hell is he still standing? Like, why is he there? <laughs> she kept going on. 
he was um and this is what this is what the confusion was it her name was oh hell what was her name i'm sorry get it. Lady but anyway yeah, yeah she <laughs> um, i know because i called her a chicken head ass hell <laughs> Yeah, I'm on the hill. She was Hannah Beachler. Okay. And she won for the production set design for Black Panther. And people were saying, well, it was her award she won. And so I'm thinking, okay, but why was he up there? Right. And you know, because sometimes people will take people up right, on the right. stage with them. Okay. Well, then I saw a picture, a screenshot of the screen. She was not the only winner. He was also a winner. So he was a part of the set stuff too. So they uh, both won. Okay. But she did not give him one iota of time to say anything. It was so rude. Yeah, and that's you can tell. Reparations. But, and I felt moment. like that's how it was. You know, like, it just still came across so nasty <laughs> It was reparations. It was so tacky. And that's because what I'm I like, saw in the moment that people was like, she took up she all the did, time. And, and she didn't, I mean, he's clearly standing there. <laughs> so you could give him a few seconds to say something. So the music started to play. They cut the screen, you know, so they make, then they go from her to like the wide shot of the audience. And he's like, I just wanted to thank my... He screams into the microphone. <laughs> I just wanted to thank my crew. I just thought, oh, I could have just died. I was so damn embarrassed. Reparations. <laughs> and you know what I said? I she said, people like are going to... And, and comments that I saw were, well, she's the first time it's her... But I don't give a damn. And not at all. I don't care. You still need to have some kind of coot, some kind of class about yourself because you didn't do this by mm -hmm. yourself. Reparations. Well, yeah. That's what they were saying. <laughs> and, I was highly offended about you. And you know, me, you. I'm totally against, you know, I... Just because they do it, uh, you know, whatever. Right? Uh, I was, uh, I was so, it, right. it was so tacky. Make it, right. it was. And okay. then, okay. yeah, so it was just. So, so, so next thing I'm going to ask is uh, Billy Porter. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, the uh -huh. Oprah on sure. the, the Book of Faith. Let me tell you, Billy Porter is the reason for the attack on black masculinity. <laughs> All of your little black sons are going to be gay. Right. Like, clearly this is a problem for this man to be standing up here in this tuxedo dress. I don't, I mean, I, I didn't know the world was coming to an end, but clearly this shit came somebody to an end. Somebody said we were going to hell. I thought, well, we, somebody posted it like, we are going to hell. I like, over a dress, bitch, really? Over a dress. Certainly you did more shit in your life that could send you to hell over yeah. this man wearing this dress. I just thought, yes. why? Did we do this? So, why do we do this? Let me just, I put this on my Facebook today, and uh -oh. I thought it was a real good response okay, to this. Okay. And it was a repost. I think y'all, um, y'all know this person, for Raven Mahaffey. Tell okay. Me, I said something about her. She did good. Okay. Uh, she said, I'm handing out deletions today for folks who think Billy Porter wearing a dress is what's emasculating the black man today. Your emasculation is due to absentee fathers who uh -huh. didn't who didn't raise you into men and mothers, who treated you like her man instead of her child. Your emasculation is due to you thinking that your 6 to 15 strokes inside the vagina ma measures your manhood. How many strokes? 6 to 15. Get up, Tony, get up. Your emasculation is due to your willingness for unprotected sex, but a deep hatred for court-ordered child support at a bare minimum. 
Your emasculation is due to your inability to provide for a household without asking your partner for 50-50. Your emasculation is due to women outpacing you in education, entrepreneurship, and salary, but you still expect her to carry full domestic duties while you be the man of the house in the name of... In name and explicit sex expression only. Damn. You're that, in- that right there, I'm sorry. <laughs> that right there? Uh-huh. Okay. That one I'm, We okay. almost at the end. Okay. Your emasculation is due to your failure to work out your stunted emotional intelligence and trauma with the therapist, mm. but instead, instead expecting every romantic partner you have to repair you. But you can rest assured... That your emasculation is not in all capital letters because one black gay man decided to remind you that he's wholly black and gay by wearing a tuxedo gown. Thank you! Argue with the girl who is still walking in the spirit of pick me about it. Not me. I don't know. But that was actually written by Danielle Nippy Thomas. Let me just tell you, that's a whole, that's a whole read and a half. Because you know what? No, seriously, that's, like that's for real. That's like, true. like what kills me about straight men is, and, and this is black and white, and especially when you go to the religious standpoint, these motherfuckers love talking about when well, we don't want the gay people to raise our children. You bitches ain't raising right. your children. Right. You're not raising your children. Who oh, are they gonna raise themselves like wolves? Right. Like seriously, like go somewhere and sit your whole ass down somewhere. You won't raise the ones you have. You're not adopting the ones not, that no one wants. So what the So hell? what the fuck? What so, shall they do? What what where is your masculine tell me what's masculine about you not taking care of your goddamn really responsibility? But you know kidding. what? I had the same thing happen when Moonlight won the Oscar. <sighs> Was like, why are they praising that? Why are they? I'm like, because it was a good ass movie. It was a good movie. Because it deserved to win. Like, it's a real story. I ain't gonna watch that shit. Right? You know, like, I mean, it was just this whole thing, and it's black men who really fit. You know, they're all on this pro. Um, what's this shit they like to talk about? The patriarchy and like all of this other stuff, and it's like. But let me just say it up corner, like seriously, like if for me, like how dare you call yourself a king when you not take care of your goddamn kids? Yeah. You know, and then the black women who came for their sorry asses, like it's like it just really amazes me how you can say that I'm not a man or I'm not masculine enough when I'm taking care of your goddamn children. And just because, ooh, I'm going to talk to a few people I know that ain't listening. But just because you take your old child to a football practice. And get a haircut. Get a haircut. Pick them up every now and again to go play with the other children. Mm-hmm. Don't mean you doing a whole lot of shit. Come on. Come on. That Come on. don't mean, the, and because you paid for the haircut, don't mean the goddamn thing. I mean, you should. Yeah, that child still when you want me to praise you for doing something you should have been doing. Like, like, what the hell? You do not get a trophy for showing up. You Ooh, don't get a sprinkles trophy. off for winners. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> you ain't wanna. But this conversation thing. is so annoying to me. And it's like I don't I don't understand the threat. Like it it feels to me like what are you threatened by? When straight men talk about it and it's like, what? why are you so, what are you afraid of? What are you so, Come I just on. don't understand it. Like, I don't. Huh? 
I'm going to step you. I want you to, uh, me, when we uh, leave this place, you're going to love the um, state representative from Colorado. Wow. She just let the little folks in their little um, house have it. Talking about um, there are LGBT are also Christians, and she let them have it on the, on her little thing. I ain't, I'm well, you, you know, you to. know, right now, you know. So I'm I'm a member. I'm an official member of the United Methodist Church, okay. and we're having a conference right now. Yeah. He already. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do it again. Come on, Methodist. Come on. You're not a Methodist. Not that, not that black church. Uh, he got AME and CME. Okay. <laughs> but no, but the Methodist church is having that conference in St. Louis is right now. Is you the reason they splitting up? I'm proud of it. So before we go into break, I want to talk about this real briefly. So like the Methodist church is going through what is probably going to end up be, be like a, shiz, a schism because... They are in the, in the conference. They got three different plans before them. They have the traditionalist plan, which means they're gonna leave the harmful language in about gays can't do this and gays can't do that and being gay is a sin. Okay. They have the one church plan, which basically says that each individual district can decide what they want to do with the quote unquote gay problem. Okay. And then they have the simple plan, which they want to remove all the hurtful language that they used against gay people out of. All of their rules, so gay people can be um, bishops, they can be clergy, mm -hmm. and it's really causing a problem to where at the end of this week, <clears throat> either they're going to say, okay, we're going to accept gays, or they're going to be a split. There'll be a conservative wing, and then there'll be a liberal, a progressive wing, mm -hmm. and so so the Democrats this, and the Republicans. It's the basically, <laughs> it's basically the same thing. So like, I don't think my pastor would be would mind me sharing this with him, but. My pastor Dave is really like, really like hurting because of this, because he really believes that regardless as to how you're born, that everybody's a child of God, well, and that God, right? God <laughs> affirms gay, straight, lesbian, right? If whatever you are, God made you in that image, and that's okay. Right. So at the end of this this thing, we'll either remain under the United Methodist umbrella, or we may go to some other denomination. And what got me today, we were talking. And he was kind of like apologizing to me for what was happening. Mm -hmm. And you know, Dave. Like I brought you into this. Right, I brought you <laughs> in this. And I, told, and I told him, I'm like, Dave, look, bro. Like, I ain't got no skin in this game. Yeah. I've been eating out of Methodist for three Five months. Five minutes. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, well. You've been doing this for like the last 17 years. Right. And like literally, he's putting his life and the life of his family on the line because at the end of the day, if they don't do what he feels is right, he's going to quit. So you got your 401k, mm -hmm. your pension, all of this is tied up into a job that you've been doing for the last 17 years, mm -hmm. and you want to apologize to me? Right. No, no, no. I wish we had more black pastors that would take a stand on these issues instead of going along with the flow because they know this, they know this, this shit is wrong. This is a whole damn other conversation. Right, right. They, but, I'd love but, to have. But they know that this is wrong. They know that the scriptures have been misinterpreted. They know that there's translation differences that are just geared, geared towards conservatism. But instead of them standing up for what's right, they go along with the bullshit. Let me tell you. I, there was a guy who was on Morning Jail last week, Timothy Carney. Mm -hmm. He's recently wrote a book, and I thought one interesting stat that he that he talked about was that the the evangelical Christians who supported Donald Trump did not go to church. He said the ones who did 
like the ones in um is it Utah where um what's the name where the petticoats yeah, yeah, yeah. where he's from and all of them um, <laughs> <laughs> he said those people who did have that relationship with the church did not vote for him and did not support the things that he did because they know the Lord because that had been but kept coming up as an issue like how do evangelical Christians continue to support him and he said that that was his research that he found that the ones who did were not church folks. Let me tell you something. The way that you know that Donald Trump did not go to church was when this bitch said two, two Corinthians. Chronicles. Two, two Corinthians. Corinthians. Yeah. I knew then. I like, said, oh, like, you never picked like, up a Bible. Well, you ain't picked up a Bible never. all your days. Never. And never. then you got these assholes who are following him. And I'm like, how do you, like, I wish a black pastor would say two Corinthians or two Chronicles. Yeah, bitch, what? Them out of it. Yeah, well, I want to know what Sarah Sanders is going to say on her last day. Because it's coming up. When? when? Sarah Sanders um, resigned in her position. She, that bitch, she should have landed at the December 31st was her day. She is in for the long haul. Uh-uh, no. She's, she's supposed to be... Um, no, no. I it, heard talk about it, but I never saw the No, no. That, she was supposed to resign oh, at the end of the year. Oh, that's, that's what it was? That was yeah, the end I heard of year. talk about and it. And ain't nobody else... <laughs> I mean, but she's already... Ain't nobody else saying nothing you're about completely, You've done this much damage, just stay just there. Just stay there. You ain't Damn. doing nothing else. You ain't doing no beating on there. Anyway, look, so we need to go into this break. We, we need to go into this break. But your toxic masculinity is a problem. And don't call yourself no man if you're not taking care of your children. Please. I'm sorry. Peace. This episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's right. That's your house. Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, A lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you your results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. (laughs) (laughs) You want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's awesome. Don't call myself. Grandparents lived like Catacorn in the back of my grandparents. That's how far we go back. I know when she was born. 
So we 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 grew up, I guess, in the same church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grew up in the same and church. And so then Derek and I have history because we grew up at the same high school. Boom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 baby. Yeah, so, so this is yeah, like a family reunion. It is like a family reunion. I'm just, I'm stoked. I'm so happy. Like, it's not quantum on a dick, though. We, 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 we talking about her all the time. <laughs> we talking about Quanta all the time. Like, if you follow her on Honey, Facebook. Baby, when I tell you, she can read you for filth. Well, you know, I just don't let anybody follow me on Facebook. <laughs> I don't. Because you know people have like a whole lot of Your granddad don't follow me. Oh, he can't follow me. Right, <laughs> That's enough. I, I can't. And if my mother there had Facebook, that would be enough. Like some people are just off limits. You oh cannot be on my Facebook. This is, no. Yeah, my mom might just be like, you yeah. see Tony video? Because <laughs> no, I made I a comment not. on um, Randall's post and like people were sending me friend requests. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't Randall the... the um, Whippy. Yeah, Randall Whippy. what you said about him? No, he was <laughs> making a post about the um, the um, food deserts and that, uh, that post. And family dollars. And, like, and, yeah, and people were like making so many ridiculous comments and I just commented on the ridiculousness <laughs> and the fuckery that was in the comments. I'm like, damn, he has a point. He has a but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So let's so let's just let's talk about that for a second. Yes. So he has a point if he had a plan. Because my point is, if you're gonna put a whole bunch of dollar tree dollar stores out there, yeah, you do chunk out business. But we don't have any other business for them to chunk out. They're like, not coming. No. Got- <laughs> no, 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 no. They're not. They're not. They, you said they're not coming because we have. Our, when they close that food world over in the Heritage Center, they put that little high low whatever the fuck it is over there. And I'm not about like a mop Walmart. That's the only thing store? that would. No, it's not even that. Close. So when they, before that, ca- it's a, a Walmart. No, it ain't. No. <laughs> I've been in there several times. I don't know what that no, is. No. I don't know. Three I forgot what it's called. But what he was saying, what he was saying in the post was not even as deep as what people were making it. What he was saying was that if they were, first of all, let's just be real. If you were in a hood. You see a damn Dollar General or a what's the other one? Family, Family Dollar, Dollar yeah. popping up on every, every damn other corner. Right. First, they're that's, be that's eight. Three years. And um, what he was saying, he didn't say they couldn't open. He said they would have to be a mile apart. That's what he said. And he was just saying that there need to be viable, like you know, like healthy food options for people in the community. You know, that was really it. It was not something that went into detail or anything. People just started railing. Well, what? What? Some people can only afford the Dollar Tree. No, no, because Dollar Tree stuff is much more expensive than other stores. And that's what I'm saying. Like people, some people can only afford. Piggly Wiggly's expensive. Because you know they tax your ass. But but let me add costs. They do that because most of the people play pay with um, government assistance. Well, hell, I don't. I'm just saying, that's that's the reason. I'm just saying. But let me say this. The problem problem that I personally have with is that I live within the Birmingham city limits, Mm -hmm. and we don't really have a grocery store near our houses. I have to go to Homewood to Walmart, family market, to buy stuff. My understanding from what I was reading was that the point was to have the market open for places like that to come in. Because to me, Dollar General is not a goddamn grocery store. I agree. Store. I t- and that's what I was saying. Like, I people agree. were, like, so the they argument. Wanted, they wanted Publix to go over there where um, Why the not? world was. Why Publix not? wouldn't go there back then. For some reason, Publix wouldn't go there. So and why are you putting there. a Publix down there with Walmart and Sam's well, on Lakeshore now? Well, it's going to be in Birmingham, but that's. Fuck that. I get, I, I'm you just saying. You talking about Publix when they're building back on 150? Like, no, like they're building a Publix on Lakeshore. 
Yeah, well, it's, but it's, it's still, almost to 150. Yeah, it's down okay, that way. It's still back. considered Birmingham. Yeah, it's still considered Birmingham, but that's like three miles from Walmart. That's not my, the same. It's like my point is, I need a I need a grocery store. To in my me, neighbor. that's for the uh, white the folks. people, right? The that's white what people. Say. Well, but, um, you know, they closed the Win Dixie in Five Points West, and I still don't know why they closed the freaking Win Dixie. They in said, Five Points I, West. oh, I got an argument, old dude, on Facebook like other night. He said it was caused a uh, theft. I'm sick of that shit because they keep saying that about Walmart and Fairfield. Like, who put the shit out? These people come in here, they soak it up, they get what they're going to get, and they get their ass out. They don't care how long you've been stealing. As long as your ass had a damn Walmart up there in Fairfield, people have been stealing. So I just get sick <laughs> of hearing that as an excuse for why they closed. From what I understand, a lot of it was more so the, more so the internal theft. Yes, I heard that, but then the thing is, where does the shit come from? Because that did not come from Walmart. That came from something you heard from manager Susie, and she told Keisha, and then the shit was the ones stealing. But the problem is, if you know this is the issue, then put up the right type of security. Yeah, like or the right type of management. The right but type of management. With the shit that's going on in Fairfield right now. Fuck Fairfield. Ain't no okay. telling why why um uh, <laughs> well, right. I mean, I mean so, so but, but I just really get sick and damn tired of hearing about theft being the damn reason. Like black like white people don't steal. That's what gives me like this white is people. This is what irks me because it, it to me is associated with black Rightness, people yeah. stealing. And the shit is black on black crime. I got you. Okay, so speaking of black on black crime, what about Jennifer Hudson feet? <laughs> so let me just say this. So this, this morning I posted on my Facebook page like, what what had J Hood done to y'all? Like, I don't why she putting no makeup on them toes? Not even a toenail polish. <laughs> you can't put on a hot pink toe and it would have helped you some. But you got these naked ass blumpy toes and you screaming and I I can't I just oh, stop God. saying that. I'm gonna find the video. Never. I, I, they probably. Yeah, I was trying to find it. It's, on, look, the, it's on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it was they were they were giving her hell before that because they were like somebody literally said I got my TV turned all the way down and it's still too loud because she screams Because y'all talking about it, and I can hear her in my head right. Now. <laughs> Like everything is like, I just like, damn, bitch. They put in parentheses, like low, like mellow, whatever the hell, like, you know, the stuff they put in parentheses. Like, she's she still screaming. I used to say that about Fantasia. Even Fanny knows how to turn it down. But, you know, the one thing I like about Fantasia, you could tell that after she left American Island, that bitch went and got her some voice messages. Because I, oh, saw, her, I saw her in uh, The Color Purple on Broadway, mm-hmm. like right after that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I'm watching American Idol, I'm like, Okay, this bitch just stopped screaming. But then when I saw in the color purple, I'm like, oh, she matching pitch with this girl. She's mm-hmm. I'm not well, with this yeah, girl. No, yeah. She can work she, with her. Yeah. yeah. You know, and she can. is amazing. She really she is. She is amazing. So, um, black women we are doing great things. And then some black people, black women are, you know. Are not. Are not. No. So, uh, there, you had mentioned. Talking about black women doing great things. Okay. What I found out today was that <laughs> we were talking about the Green Book. Mm-hmm. Most of the black businesses in the Green Book were owned by black women. There were a lot of, you know, other men. Lord. You're so uh, crazy. What's uh, Miss Lady name that um, C.J. Walker, you know, they... Um, C.J. Walker. Yeah, they uh, 
uh, have restored her, her house. To do what? What have come out cosmetologist? Or no, it's like a historical place. Uh, it no. is considered somebody moved out of it. It was a residence, but they moved out, and so they have uh, remodeled it, and it is like a uh, where black women come to collaborate, and is you know, it? yeah, well, I, I they, it's a name for it. Something like that, but it's kind of like a you know a a, colla- a collaboration like a space, hub. a hub. Okay. <laughs> you know, for you to come and network. But and I know black, black I, I, you know, I tell people all the time, like black women are everything. Like, yeah. like really, when we think about the black women in our lives, I mean, black women do everything. And, and again, even the conversation we had earlier about the whole thing with toxic masculinity. Black women have done more for the family than a lot of these Negroes have. Yeah, and it's man. just like, just go somewhere and take a dirty <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Like The lessons of your father did not serve you or this family or, this, or well, our community well. At all. So maybe your ass needs to learn a different way. Right. <laughs> and that's not for all men because I have a wonderful father. No, absolutely not. I have, a wonderful, <laughs> I have a wonderful step. That's my dad and I'm today. I have a podcast biological. Oh, I mean, I love you. You know what he is. <laughs> <laughs> My dad is a pocket biological so So we were talking about the goodness of black women. Dale, you had mentioned earlier this latest uh, Trump thing. Oh, you know, see, y'all know more about me. More, more about me. <laughs> what I'm just going to say is in the next, you know, coming days, you're going to see if you're from Birmingham or the local, <clears throat> local area, you're going to be seeing a local person in national news mm. dealing with 45. Ooh. Agent Orange. <laughs> Not Agent Orange. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I was very surprised to see that it was a brown woman. And she is a black lady, so you know, if you're from the hood, they might, you know. So here's my take on it. Black I don't people, even know her name. <clears throat> I don't know her name. <laughs> Alva, Alva Mahaffey is mm-hmm. her name. But let me just say this. I don't feel sorry for any black person who gets burned by 45 and his fuckery. I just don't. Yeah. And for black women from Alma Rosa dirt, dumbass. <laughs> like, seriously, like, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> but that's what happened. When, but you know. Self, myself. Right, myself. Me. And how can I give me some money? Right. So I don't feel sorry for me black either. people, especially. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, I hear Sam. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel sorry for black people Not who have. Um, been done wrong by this administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, even my black sisters, like Amarosa, like I ain't gotta read her book. I ain't gotta hear nothing that bitch ever gotta say. I've never you, liked her. She she said the black people should bow down before him. <laughs> bitch, she what? She did. What? And now you come around that. Smile did a little sneaky little grin with it when she said right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you cannot come to the picnic, your car has been mm-hmm. revoked. Mm-hmm. And for this other she woman. She said y'all can't pull her car, honey. She uh, said she grew up in the projects. That don't matter. <laughs> that absolutely doesn't matter. You turn in your car. That's what she told. But even with for this new allegation, like what the fuck were you thinking? Like what were you thinking? I don't know. I, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. And this is another thing. Cause we talked about this a couple weeks ago about how me and Derek really agree on this. Like, I'm tired of black people getting mad when they do, like, a picture of the White House interns or some other shit they have, and it's just white people up there. Because mm-hmm. we don't want our folks up there. I and if they was up there, you'd be like, what our black ass doing up there? I think, though, I think that that comes from not necessarily that you want them in the Trump White House. 
but to try to kind of show how that White House is so different from the prior administration, right? And hopefully the future administration. Um, you know, I don't want, I wouldn't want my dog up in there. <laughs> like, I don't want anything I love up in there. So, like, when and black, I love my people, right? So, so I don't want you up in there. I don't, but like, but you got like that pastor was his name, Ryan the Scott, with that fake hair. And oh, the he is a he is a What's whole ass clown. Wait a minute. Is it Rodney Scott? Wait, is his name Rodney Scott, though? It's, I, I think it is something Scott. No, Rodney Scott. His last name is Scott, I think it but is I don't Scott. know. Who I hope it's not Rodney Scott, because there's a new barbecue joint here called Rodney Scott. <laughs> no, that's not him. Okay, Because no, 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 that barbecue is the bomb. No, Let me just tell you. You just got some for free. No, I, I, I paid for some today. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is good. Where is it? It's right there on our third Avenue South, like when you coming over here from Avondale. I love a good barbecue. Uh, Quite yeah, up. Yeah, um, you probably didn't go. Let me tell you. Saigon. Yeah, Saigon with that Vietnamese restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's right, where it is. Yeah. Okay. But let me just say, it's a North Carolina style barbecue. So like the sauce is real thin. I don't like it. Have you tried it though? I ain't tried it. You got to try it. You really? I don't really like barbecue sauce. Well, you it would has, love it. I just have to have just a little. You would love this because yeah, it's like I'm the a, one that can get my, my meat. Right it's, a, it's a vinegar base, but but even without the sauce, the meat is seasoned to perfection. Like, I got a chicken sandwich, I really didn't Ooh, need I no sauce barbecue. on it. Oh my god, it's <laughs> but I hope it's not right. Scott, but whatever that reverend name Rick is, Scott. Rick, wait, no, Rick Scott, no, that's the black man. <laughs> no, Rick Scott's governor of Florida. Oh no, yeah, that, that funny looking man look like a bird. Okay. Don't do that. But he anyway. wanted to say, I'm gay. Yeah, I am. Rick Scott. I want to, I want to stop pers- persecuting him. Daryl Scott. Daryl Scott. Boom. His fake hair wearing ass. Ugh. Like, I Every can't. Every time I see him. I, it makes my ass itch. One time he got into it with um, Al Sharpton <laughs> on, um, oh God, on one of the weekend shows on MSNBC. I bet Al ate his ass He ate him. Al need to eat something. He ate. He does eat. Bless his own. I want to know what you feel about these man hair pieces later on. You know not what? right now. Not okay, right now. We'll okay, about okay. Okay. <laughs> I just say I don't hate them. Yeah, but black people with black people with with forty five just really get some ideas. And you know, it was yeah. a, a black man. What his name was? Uh, John James. He was trying to be the uh, UN ambassador. Little black man. He was all on from. I want the job. Yeah, I want the job. Yeah, let's see him. No, sound like he's not. Yeah, he kind of reminded me him. of Paris Denard. He was on their own for Child a second. Because they gave him. He got accused of whatever he was doing. With <laughs> we the talked about that. Tony said. Tony said they made Ugh. it up. <laughs> I don't think he'll harass no one. I think he might have walked up behind me. Ever, I, ooh, <laughs> ever, I would, oh. Girl, you want some of this penis? Come get this Paris. <laughs> Let me take you to Paris. Who said that? I don't know. I'm just assuming. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do, though. He was. That's, it it's looks like the going thing. It's what we do. Yeah, so, do. so look. So, um, what else? Okay. Um, so we're gonna go into a break. We're gonna uh-huh. come back. We're gonna end out. We're gonna talk about a summer. 
Uh, there's so many little songs going around. You know my favorite songs right now is with the Smollett King. Some of y'all assume you got some sense. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take this break. We're gonna come back and then we're gonna talk about Jesse and then we're gonna close. We talked about Jesse last week. We're gonna close. I can't with y'all. We'll be back in a second, peace. This episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's Get right. how. Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's awesome. Don't call myself. So, so, squirt. Don't you touch me until you put that right. I just washed my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the germs. So, uh, thank you again for, for joining us on the same Why did you put us together? I don't know. <laughs> this sitting on the other side. I washed my hands. So, uh, thanks again for joining us and listening to the same crazy thing. We enjoy your patronage. They all be as fast as we but whatever platform you're listening to us on, SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever. Welcome. Um, <laughs> Spotify, you know, we'll <laughs> You're just tickled. Uh, we appreciate you listening and enjoying yeah. us in our food. Uh-oh. I was trying to do it. <laughs> so corny. Yeah. So like our anniversary is coming up we in March. Is it March? So let me tell you what I want to do. I want to do a live show Ooh. about racism <laughs> with white people leading the conversation. Wow. So I got, really? Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> let me tell you why. Because I got four... <laughs> no, no, I got four white people who can tell other white people the shit that they do on this. Well, I mean, I agree. I don't. I don't know. I mean, having a, a good, a healthy part for yeah, in yeah. the because it really, this feels really red table talkish. It is. You know, she kind of had this with the women just a little while ago. Yeah. I mean, I agree. White people are gonna have to be in the damn conversation. They have to. They have to lead the conversation. Yeah. Let, you know, the people that they're people. gonna need to talk to won't listen to our ass. That's why they need to be. They're there. gonna have to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. So, I had a white gay friend last week tell me that I need, we need to stop playing the victim card. What? <laughs> <laughs> what victim? Victim of what? Yeah, like we black people? The black gays, because white gays are just as racist as their uh, straight counterparts. Well, why wouldn't they be? They are. <laughs> they really are. And they're that real quick sense. to talk about homophobia, but them bitches don't want to talk about racism. Okay. So, like, I have a, a white trans woman, I have a white gay man, I have a straight white man, and a straight white woman. And they're going to be my panelists talking about the work that they had to do to see what they were doing that was fucked up mm-hmm. and how other white people can do because it. Because they're, they're going to speak from a place that we can't speak from. Right, right. Exactly. And I've said this before. I don't know where people think these magical woke white people come from. They did some work. They were not always woke. Right. You know, like, you're just not going to find these, you know... You know, all these woke white people. Yeah, I mean, they're not there. Most of these people have had an awakening. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? They have come to understand how they had a fucked up way of thinking (laughs) or they were raised in a fucked up way or their parents fucked up. You know, whatever. And a lot of us don't want to 
even if we encounter some white people that want to, or that wants to do the work, right. a lot of times we're not willing. A lot to of do times, it. most do, of the time, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. And it's you know, and that makes them. And I've talked to some white people that makes them, you know, back up. Well, right, shit, I, because we <laughs> are not open to you know because, and and with you know, I mean, I mean. We have valid reasons to be suspicious of their ass. And tired. Mm-hmm. Okay? And sitting got damn tired. However, I'm with Jada. Like, Jada just made this point this past week. Like, at what point, then, we we are still going to have to push through yeah. and still make a seat for these people because they're going to have to be a part of whatever change we are looking to have. Yeah. And every time they say something, you can't ju- they say something wrong, you can't jump down their throat. You know, like, we are just very bad about being... Um, bad allies. Being bad to our allies. Or what I like to say is we most of the time take what they say initially with bad intentions. And expect our allies to be perfect. Right. We're not perfect. (laughs) We're not perfect. So, yeah. So, okay, so we, uh, we're back, um, <laughs> and so to finish out, we're back, huh? so, so to finish out, we're going to talk about some assumptions, and, um, and we, we assume stuff all like when we were kids, grandma and them would say, you know, when you assume stuff, you make yeah, an ass out of you, know what I mean? and we are still doing this today. Right. There's a whole bunch of asses out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them stink. <laughs> Looks like so you were talking about your, <laughs> yeah. so you were talking about the lady with the what movement? Um, um times, times up. up. Times up. I think I, I was trying to find it. I, I think I found um, it. Um, I think she's the CEO of um the organization, and yes, yeah, she's the CEO of the organization, and she resigned after sexual Lisa assault. Lisa Borders. She, and she was also like um, um part of she was in um. Something with the WNBA and, and another large company, so she has a lot of professional foundation. So for the people, people that yeah. don't know, what is Times Up exactly? Hell, you have to ask so, Times no, Up. No, so, <laughs> so, so, time, so Times Up was like also like don't ask me that. It was like part of the the this like Me Too the and then the Times Up. So uh-huh. Me Too was the movement to say, hey, I was sexual harass too, right. and Times Up is the movement to say. So she's resigning because of a uh, sexual assault allegations made her against son. her son. And he has denied the allegations against him, but she has resigned. And um this is the problem that I have with assumptions and allegations. And I've had this issue with this from the beginning. And it, it's just that the movement now says, if you are accused, you need to step down from your job. You need to do, you know, like you're banished, you know, all of this. You're guilty. You're guilty. Um, we because you. we believe the women, we believe the victims. So to me, like, if you say that by proxy, that means that the other person, you, there's no room to hear what the other person has to say because you've already said you believe you this person, which means that they're guilty of whatever they are accused of. And so, to me, this has come home to roost for this person because this has happened to her son, and now she's guilty by proxy because her ass has had to step down from her position. And it's like, why? You know, like, d- does she deserve that? And I don't think the answer to that is yes. 
but they're having to do it because yeah. it's been this blanket thing that everybody's doing across the board, so everybody gets rolled over. So sometimes in our quest for justice, I think we commit a lot of injustice we on do. that road. We do. So, like, I have to agree. So, like, I will say that I believe victims. That's my that's my first, that's my go to stance is that I believe victims. Um, I do also believe that they're like a small, 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 small percentage of bitches who will lie. Like, I don't I w- know if it's so small. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just gonna say it's not fifty percent. Okay, but I, I'll say, I'll say, say it this way: We talk about how fucked up a lot of people are in society today. Right. We talk about a lot of mental health issues that are, you know, now people are just really coming forward and Everybody saying, need "Me too, me too, right. me too." And I just feel like, how do you say? That you have this pocket of things and that none of these women can be in it. Because we give this very, 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 very small possibility and percentage to the fucked up women who do fucked up shit. But I just think that that percentage is larger than um, we give it. We give it. So so the, the quandary because how do we how do we address it? How do we fix it? And I well, don't know how to do that. Well, I think you have to do investigations. You have to assess the situation. You have to ask questions. You have to get both sides of the story, sometimes a third part of the story. And where we are now, I feel like it blocks out everything. It boxes out everything. And I feel like we're missing <coughs> listening. We're the missing answers. We're missing the investigation. We're li- missing asking questions. We're missing all of that. I think the other, the, the I see both sides of the situation, the scenario. And, and I'm not that, disagreeing no, with and, and, you. No, know, and no thing, because I'm going to say where she is, on because uh, I'm with her, and I'm with you, and it just depends on where you are and who you're around and which, because for you, there in your circle and more, a lot of the people that you know, you can't, you probably can't think of a couple of people. You may think of one or two people that will make up some bull crap. Yeah, because I read about some people like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you got yeah. don't uh, have them in but, our circle. But because of, like, I know how we where we grew up. We went to right. Winona. We right. know the hood people. And, right. and, you know, we still may not associate with them, but we associate with the people that associate with them. Yeah. And so, you know, and you hear stories, and you're like, this bitch did that for real? And not even just uh, hood people. And, and like, not even you know hood I mean? you know, people. Yeah. That, and, you know, you hear this, and you're like, okay, yeah. that's just out of order. And so when you, and, like, for me, like, you know, sometimes I hear, it, it depends on the story and how it goes. I need to hear both sides of right. this right I here. I need more information. Yeah, I need some more information. Because somebody need to, you know, somebody yeah. lying. Yeah. And this, and, you Something know. Something right. And I can't, how you but feel see, the about. the thing is that. We don't want to victimize victims right. further. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't want to make them feel like this was your fault, mm-hmm. or you know, or you should have done. This. You know what I mean? Like, so we don't want to do that. And I think out of not wanting to do that, we have just taken it too to the max. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's just gone too far. I think I think yeah. that's the problem with progressivism as a as a as a movement in itself. I, I think in order, right in, in our attempt to try to fix the wrongs that plague us, we go way too far over correct. to the left. Way and overcorrect, over, and, and we overcorrect too over-correct. much. Like 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 like, let me just say this. I that just from personal experience, I know women who have been raped. Mm-hmm. I, I know they've been raped, and I believe it. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And Derek and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. The yeah. problem with the rape is. 
Carla, right now, if Derek was to leave this room for five minutes and come back, mm-hmm. and you walk, walk, he walked in here, and you know you disheveled your hair, yeah, 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 and you said I raped you. What you what, have? You don't know. What are you gonna do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Who are you gonna believe? Who are you gonna I believe? Hate. And I think that if, if <laughs> I'm gonna say, let me see your coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the accused. I said you did it. Tommy, text me. But but the problem the problem. <laughs> The problem is, like, you don't know what, to, you don't know who you know, right. And that's just what people you know. No, you know. But uh-huh. what we have extended this to is people we don't know from hell, yeah. Adam, or a hole in the wall. Yeah. And even with people you know, you're like, you what the hell? Right. I can't because believe you would have did that. I had that experience very, very close to me of the opposite. Right. Of someone being accused and going to jail. For something that they did not do, mm-hmm. yeah, and black people there were around. no repercussions for the person that accused. There were nothing. Let me tell you this, and this is why I still try to go with the victims. Like even when you think about paternity, like you know, you, we may have talked about this a little bit, but no, I got got saddled with being the father of two boys, one of which was mine and one of which was not. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize my youngest son wasn't mine until a little before he died, you know, from some complications he had with a stroke. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, I could very easily say, oh, my line, them bitches ain't right. Mm-hmm. But I know it was just that one bitch. And so, <laughs> see, I know a lot more bitches like that. And what's crazy, you know what I mean? Let me also say this. Yeah. I know people... Right now, who think people are their fathers that are not? I do too. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so, this is what I'm saying to this day like, these are decades of lies yeah. that are being told. And to me, it's not even that I feel like because this happened to this person that I know that all people are lying. It's the fact that this happened to somebody that I know that I, I know that somebody. I need to be very cautious about. Just automatically saying, "Oh, you're this," or "This mm-hmm. happened because such and such." So how do so how do we? I guess the question is like how, like I really wish that people would stop trying cases in the newspaper yeah. or in the town, but mm-hmm. they're not gonna stop. Oh, and then we want the information. Yeah, because, you like, want it. And you get mad when it's wrong. Right. Even, even, with, <laughs> even with the stuff that we were talking about, like with the whole Jesse Smollett thing. Yes, like with him, like. Some of the stuff goes like too far to the unbelievable, and some of the stuff be like, "Well, I don't know." Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day, I'm going to say I don't know what happened. Right? We mm-hmm. don't know because we don't there. know. We don't know. So I'm and, not going to say that he was part wrong. Is that, but you know, we've been given so much of the prosecution's information mm-hmm. leaked. Yeah, leaked out. You know, and we, I think I told you this last week that one of the old reporters that been doing this kind of stuff for a long, 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 long time, he was like, whenever there's a situation like this and information is continually leaked... Mm-hmm. stuff the police don't want you to know. Yeah, it's, some, it's something extra that's going on behind the scenes. And he was like, it may not come out this month, it may not come out that by the end of the year. But something's going to come out extra. We people are leaking the stuff that's coming out. Those but how could they le- the leak stuff from the police? It's his damn text messages. No, well they got his check. No, this is what I'm saying. They gonna, you're still gonna have a copy of. You have attorneys. But the the same thing that happened uh, with Trump. I'm saying the the initial things. We're not getting the leaks now until the check, the check and all that stuff is recent. We're talking about before all that, before the press conference. All the information about the whatever the, the little whatever the information. The police told him there were no leaks. They said he they should let release they the video. But but, 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 ty- but typically the police said we can't comment yeah, on an ongoing. We can't investigation. do anything about an ongoing no. investigation. I don't know. 
And if you found them from their ride sharing app or whatever, what I needed this video for? And then you said some of the stuff that was put out was some lies, and then the other the, stuff. The, I mean, my, problem, my, my problem with the stuff that keeps leaking <laughs> is you'll see some of the words. It says the Chicago police said that they believe that Smollett sent him the, himself the letter. There you go. Well, the Chicago police didn't really say that. So uh, my friend had this. Her thinking was that the brothers planned this, committed the crime against Jesse. Mm-hmm. And that they didn't think they were going to get caught. And when they did, then they flipped on him. Mm-hmm. And so, so they planned it with them? No, no, they no. They, they did it by themselves. Oh. That, that was her thinking. Mm-hmm. And I no, told her, I, I didn't agree with that. I had a problem with that because um, in order for them, to, if for, for that to have been the case, they would have had to flip on him to the degree for him to now be charged and arrested. They would have had to be hella believable and whatever story they were telling against him. And so I told her, I feel like there is more information that supports their stance that has not been released. And right. when the top cop was on the, t- what, I don't know what morning show he was on this morning, he said the same thing, that there was more evidence that did not support Jesse's assertion that he's innocent that, that has not been released yet. So my problem with that is, this is my issue with that, if I know they went to battle road, they and if from what you said they didn't pay him, he didn't pay them this money to do this. After the situation, said you had an attitude because he was late showing up to where y'all had to, where y'all was supposed to be doing it at. After it was over with, you got you got in a ride sharing thing, and then you got in a taxi cab to you know keep the people off your trail and all this kinds of thing. So you knew what you were doing. So, you know, you were in on what was going on. Mm-hmm. So why are you not being held liable the same for this as that well? Most cases have the person who flips not being held uh, accountable uh, for if it. If you went to ride, if you if I drove you to ride a bank. Yeah, that's every case uh-uh, in, I drove in you to ride every police. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not, not that's, that's not, Mm-mm. that's not no. isolated to Jesse. That right. happens mm-hmm. in so many cases. Where, mm-hmm. You know, you flip first, you get the best best deal. You know, well, you get Michael going. If they had not flipped, well, hello. If they had not flipped, then they would have been going down let with me say, Let me say this. I think I that, like so I think, if it's true, if, the, if he's at fault, if Jesse orchestrated this, I think they did work on it together. They yeah, didn't think yeah, that nobody think was going to be able to find out. And then they flipped on him first. So I don't like need some prosecution. His attorney, I mean, the, the top but, cops No, no, said, no. But when you flip, then they make you a deal. Right. The top cops. But this is this is every That's day. Right. This but is every day. Look at George Papadopoulos. Look, this is not isolated to Jesse. You can't. Why do they you feel get that anything. way? Anything. You need to be. No, but do you stand? For regular everyday criminals who get out here and flip against the bigger fish. No, everybody needs to get something. Everybody not getting something. Right. That's how we get the big fish. Right. I just say I, I, I agree. You, know, you might but get a little bit of something. Need to get something. And then, well, and that's and that's, all that's how comes, this works. Once it comes out, they could that's be that's the thing. Well, the one that don't get nothing, and y'all and and, they, and then, they wake up dead. And then the thing is, this is a quote-unquote victimless crime. Right. If someone had been hurt in this process mm-hmm. or if something else had happened, then it may not be so easy for them to say, okay, well, we're just going to let y'all relax. Um, but he said, the top cop was saying that in that 
initially they weren't telling until their attorney went in to talk to them and said, y'all need to give it up. Still don't agree. And it's mm-hmm. the most shit coming out down the pipe. I well, we, we and, and, more like coming said, out. I mean, as we preface this, we don't know. Like, no, I don't, don't know at all. I didn't do it. Let me just say and that. And I be trying not to pay attention. I try not to pay attention. But I just know this evidence, the evidence, quote unquote, I'll put that in air quotes. Yeah, I don't like It's problematic for me. Now, you made a real good point about that check, though, that memo line. Who writes that much shit in the memo line? That's, that's I need to see his whole checkbook. Let me tell you this. I need to see his whole checkbook. You, you're going to have to go and back. And he watched Judge Judy. He, she you're told him have to write it over. Because there are, there are things <laughs> that from an investigative standpoint that you're going to look at with this. I got and I just see things right off the bat. That was the first thing that I saw was like, what the heck? He wrote a whole goddamn soliloquy in this damn porn line. <laughs> what is all this shit? So then I would have to go back and I would have to look at his history of check writing to see, is this consistent? Is this Mm -hmm. your pattern? Or why were you over-explaining on this check? Mm -hmm. I also saw a $100 payment in these, um, in this quote-unquote evidence Mm -hmm. um, that he made to one of those brothers. So my question would also, another question I would have would be, okay, what did you pay for $100? And then what would you pay for for the meal plans? What did you pay for $3,500? Because if that's for five weeks, that's $700 a week. What are you paying for? Is this you gonna come to my house every day? Like I need a breakdown of money like that for over eight weeks. That's not but about it, it, <laughs> But what you also have to think about as well, you know, even with that extra money that you're talking about, they didn't say he was his drug supplier as well. But so I'm saying like, there know, is yeah, there, that's, so. there are other things that need to <laughs> let, be investigated. Let me, let me say yeah. this though. The, uh, the the thing that bothers me is so like my freshman year of college, I had let one of my friends borrow like $75. This Negro then realized that I'm left-handed. He has gotten my check and scratched some stuff out, wrote some new stuff in, and tried to imitate what he thought would be my initials. Mm-hmm. Knowing that I wrote left-handed, most left-handed people would turn that paper and write really mm-hmm. kind of standard. I don't do that. So he did that, and then he also had another check and wrote a check and used a different date format than I did. Mm-hmm. Because when I was in college, I thought I was being cute. I was doing the uh, the international way, the day of the month of the year. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, um, I mean, the, the the year, the month, and the and day. The day. Yeah. So he went and wrote February 22nd <laughs> of 1986. And the bank people are looking like, oh, that ain't how nah, you, that's But that's how, how I was able to get off of that bad check charge because I the signature wasn't mine, yeah. and the date but wasn't how I normally do it. So Jessica needs to show the rest of the That's what I'm checks. saying. Like, they're, they're investigative things that happen on the back end financially with the bank. Right. And, um, you know, they'll do their investigation also with the police. But I see this on a consistent basis and what I do, and people just, you know, it j- you have to look at the bigger picture. You can't just look at the item, the payment right. item, and say this is what mm-hmm. it said because it's not most of the time the truth. Yes, Lord. <laughs> this was a great hour. Yeah, this was a great hour. Y'all so, made me tired. I know. We need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to come back after this nap. Are you going to come back and do this with us again? I will come back and hang out with you guys again. Oh, praise the Lord. Yes. Yes. We're going to have something for you to drink next week. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just like it when she do that, don't you? Wanna do it. <laughs> do it then. Oh, roll your eyes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Um, I gotta get my <laughs> Yeah, you gotta get that. You gotta get that. <laughs> roll in there. You gotta I'm get that. With them dry lips. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <
Have a great week. See y'all next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>